Oh man. Alright. We recording? Everybody good? Alright, man, we're here. Listen, what's good people? It's your boy Timothy C. E. Griffin. And we are back. We're back. There's so much stuff that I have to unpack in a short amount of time. So I just need you to open up your minds, open up your ears, because I truly believe that I'm in a space and I'm in a season where God is using me to be able to make true impact. And it's been confirmed. And prayerfully, it's confirmed by you watching this video right now. But how did we get here? How did we get here? I can think about so many things and different life transitions that I have gone through to be able to give me revelation. And, and I can see clearly how I've gotten to the point and arrived to where I am now. And I want to share that with you. So, you know me from being behind the camera or if I'm in front of a camera in the past season, it was because of the Living Beyond podcast. And that podcast was truly impactful. It was inspiring. Why? Because I gave keys to individuals on how to live beyond what it is that they're going through in life. But now it's time for us to transition because I got a revelation a few months ago that I can't live beyond if I'm not awakened. Like, it's so easy for us to be alive, but not living. It's so easy for us to be able to go through the motions of life, but not make true impact and walk in purpose. It's so easy for us to go day to day and struggle in and out, but not really be ignited with what the things that God has placed on the inside of us. And so I don't want you to live beyond before you are awakened, before you are alive, before you are ignited. And that ignition comes with community. That ignition comes from you being connected to a power source that's greater than yourself. And I just want somebody to know, listen, we're not just living beyond now. We're alive. We are here to awaken lives. We're here to ignite visions. We're here to really walk in purpose. And once we walk in purpose, then we can start to live beyond. So you might be like, yo, Timothy, what's a life? What's a life? What, what is this? It's, it's so much. <laughs> it's, it's Jesus walking into Lazarus' tomb and seeing Lazarus lying there just dead, lifeless, with nothing in his body. Him just sitting there and we see Mary and Martha like, yo, Jesus, he's been in the tomb and he's been dead now for four days. <laughs> so Jesus walked to something that stinks. <laughs> he walks into a situation that is lifeless. And Jesus did something that no other human being can do with the sound of their voice unless they have him living on the inside of them. What did Jesus do? Jesus called Lazarus by name had he said get up i truly believe that the rapture would have taken place i truly believe everybody all the dead would arise and they would have then lived as lazarus would want to live but he called lazarus by name and i don't know who i'm talking to right now in this space in this season of your life there are a lot of things that are dormant there are a lot of things that you have not seen to come to fruition you have not seen to be lived out yet but i want you to know Jesus is calling you by name 
and he's calling you by name for you to awaken. He wants you to awake. He don't just want you to live. He wants you to awaken. He wants you to look yourself in the mirror and say, I have been fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. I am chosen. I'm a royal. That's first Peter three and nine, right? We are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. Jesus is calling you and he has stamped you. But do you know that you're stamped? That's the question. Now, do you truly know that you've been stamped and you've been called by him? See, listen, one thing I come to understand is that man will let you down. Man is super inconsistent. But when you trust in God, he is super consistent in all of the things that he do in season and out of season. When it's on your time, your way, he is still consistent. Even when you can't see him working, he is working. So what that picture is, is. Lazarus laying lifeless, no breath in his body, dormant. But God wants to call the dormant things in your life and he wants to call them forward. He wants you to start to walk in purpose. He wants to give you a new life. Let's forget about what's happened in the past. Let's forget about what just happened last night. But let's tap into you in the state that you're in right now, because whatever state that you're in right now, I want you to know he can use it and he can work with where you are. Why? He can work with you, call you. You see the re revelation that he's placed upon your life and now you come alive. And once you're alive, this is the most important thing. Once you're awakened, once you're alive, once you're living, now it's time for you to be ignited. <laughs> you have to be plugged into a power source that's not only greater than you, but around community. That's going where you're trying to go. That may be already where you want to be. You have to ignite yourself with friends in community because family oftentimes will let you down. Old friends at times may let you down. Coworkers at times may let you down. But when you tap into a community that is tapped into the power source that you are tapped into, Things in your life can start to align. And how do I know this? Because a lot of things in my life over just the past two years, we can even say a year, there's been a whole lot of transition, a whole lot of transition. I, I've, I've gone from losing a job, me losing a job. I've, I've gone from me being in a season of depression. I've gone from me navigating relationships. I've gone from a season where I didn't know who Timothy C.E. Griffin was, but it wasn't until I connected myself with the true power source and people that were connected to him that I started to see myself a little bit different. And all it takes is just a step. <laughs> that step doesn't have to be big. All listen, we go from faith to faith. You take a step, he will too. He will meet you right where you are. Do you remember when Peter was walking on the water because God bid him to come out? When Peter kept his eyes on Jesus, he continued to walk. But as soon as he lost focus of who was allowing him to do that miraculous thing, he then drowned. He then sunk. But God was there to raise him from where he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be drowning in this season of your life. You might be going through in this season of your life. But I want you to know if you drown, he won't let you fall and he will not allow you 
to be overcome by the weight of this world. He will not allow you to uh, drown deeper into what you're going through. He's right there just to give you a helping hand. He is right there to give you a helping hand. And so through transitions, through us going from one season of our lives to the next season of our life, the one thing that will stay consistent is God. But in order for us to see that, we have to be awakened. <laughs> in order for us to see that, we have to be ignited. And then after the awakening, after the igniting, he wants to give you vision, man. <laughs> there, there, there's somebody that's watching me right now and you're like, yo, I, I, I don't know what I've been called to. Yo, I don't know what, what, what I am supposed to be purposeful in. I, I don't know what the next season of my life may look like. It's, it's okay. You don't have to know. You don't have to have all the pieces put together because God will sometimes he will give you direction, but he will not give you the details. Sometimes he will give you a plan, but he will not give you the micro details of the plan. OK, how do I know this? He gave me the vision of this, 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 this alive podcast, this alive brand. He, he's given me the vision. But he has not given me each and every specific detail. Now I have to put in the work to do what it is that I see that my heavenly father has called me to. And I, in doing that, have to trust the process. A lot of us don't want to trust the process. A lot of us want to snap our fingers and just see something come to life. But no, where is the fun in that? Why? Where, where is the faith in that of the snapping of the finger in abracadabra? We want God to be a genie in our lives, but he's just not that. <laughs> he's not a genie. Not saying that he can't do miracles, not saying he can't do signs, not saying that he can't do wonders, but he, he doesn't answer at the snap of your finger. What are you going to do in order to show him that you can be committed to what he's called you to? Can you be committed to what he's called you to? And the ultimate question is, can you be committed as you continue to transition in life, what does that look like when there's a dark season in your life? Can you still trust that his hand is upon your life when you're going through the valley? OK, speak to me, David, here. OK, OK. As we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall not fear. Why? Because he's with us. But that states that we will have valley days, valley moments, valley seasons. That does not omit us from not being able to walk through. The, but as we walk. Through that valley. He's right there with us in the valley. He's right there with us, even on the mountaintop. But can you walk through the valley before getting to the mountain? How will you handle the season of your life when walking in darkness, when you can't see it happening, when you can't see it working, when everything is going downhill? How will you steward that moment and how will you steward your relationship with Christ? <laughs> will you continue and, and the crazy thing about it is because now I want to talk about the mountain. Oftentimes when we're going through the valley, we're on our knees. We're praying. We're, we're saying, Father, I need you in this moment. And as soon as something changes in our lives, oh, oh, our prayer routine is all off course. We don't get up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. no more to pray. Why? Because he's done got us to where we want us to be. But there is so much more than what's on that mountain. Because in order for you to get to the next mountain, which may be higher than the mountain that you're on, it takes you going back down to the valley. I ain't going to get no help in here because we on a podcast. But if somebody's on set, just want to clap their hands, they can do that right there and say, God, we thank you just for that revelation. But 
It's in your obedience. It's in your obedience with the direction that God has given you, but with limited details. Will you obey just the command without having the micro details? Can you, ooh, that's good. Can you obey just the command? Can you obey that? And so, what awakens me? What ignites me? What keeps me going day in and day out? It's simply because I'm, this is what the Bible tells us. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I fear him. I, there was a season in my life where I told God no to ministry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people know that I used to do music. I told God no. I would not stand behind no camera. I would not. I will hold a camera, but I won't stand behind it. I won't stand in front of it, excuse me. I, I will hold a camera, but I won't hold a microphone unless I'm on a stage doing music. But he took me from one stage to the next, but the stages still look the same. <laughs> and the crazy thing is I was being built in that process, but I couldn't see it because I wanted things my way. But looking back at me rejecting what God had for me at one point in my life, the funny thing about God is he has a sense of humor. I was diagnosed with sickle cell at birth, elementary school, middle school, high school, never been hospitalized, never had a pain crisis a day in my life, a day in my life. But all of that changed <laughs> when I told God no, when I told him I wasn't going to do what he had planned for me. How in the world am I going to tell the creator of all things that I'm not going to do what he's called me to do, especially when I know that he has kept me through every season of my life, not being hospitalized when statistically and medically I should have been, but with in the prayers of my mother, father, my church family, my family, I was in the hospital for three months on my back. I had a Jonah-like experience. I felt like I was in the belly of a well. Bruh, do you know what it feels like to not be able to have access to the things that you want to have access to or do the things that you want to do because you're stuck in your confide to a bit? And if you're watching this podcast and that's your case, I want you to know that God can awaken you right where you are and he can still allow you to walk in purpose laying on your back. He can still you allow you and give you the ability to walk in purpose, being in the condition that you are in. And you're not too far gone to get to Jesus. Why? Because he can still work a miracle. You're not too far from Jesus because he can still be a provider. He can still be a way maker. He can still be a miracle worker. He can do all of that. And you can continue to walk in purpose right where you are. Purpose doesn't start when you start to get glory or you start to get uh, praise. N purpose doesn't start there. Purpose starts in your deepest, in your darkest moments of life. That's when purpose starts. When, when, when there's nobody else there and it's just you and God. So what continues to ignite me, what continues to awaken my life and ignite my vision is one, the fear of God. Knowing that the only way I'm able to do what I do it's because he continues to keep me and my body healed. Number two, I understand the impact that I have. Family, community, friends, 
whatever that may look like. I understand the impact that I have. There's been a season in my life where I, I, I thought me stepping out and doing certain things, people would look at me as being prideful or arrogant. But when God has anointed you and appointed you, one man's opinion does not supersede his approval. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that one more time. One man's opinion does not supersede his approval. He's already. Oh, my. Can you imagine David just walking, minding his business, tending to some sheep and his brothers who are bigger in stature look like they have it all together, look like they uh, are supposed to be next, look like they're supposed to be anointed. But he go grab the youngest out of the bunch. And the prophet starts to pour the oil. When God pours the oil, no man can take that away. The only way can, that the only person that can mess up the oil that's upon your life is you. <laughs> and we saw that between David and Bathsheba. He got blindsided. He got beside himself and something happened. And what did? Oh, my. I can't I can't jump into that because now I'm going to just tell you to go and watch the sermon. Go, go, go to my YouTube page and watch the sermon on that. But outside of that. You have to find what awakens you, what ignites you, what gives you vision. You have to find your why. You have to find it. And so I want everybody to know, once you find your why, start to walk in purpose. But you might be like, yo, this logo that I'm seeing you holding up on this card is just straight fire. This logo that I see you holding up on it. Listen, there's a whole lot behind this logo. It's not just something that I, I, I made or drew up. But the A is for awaken, right? It's time for us to awaken. And in that awakening, we're going to go higher. We're going to go higher in purpose and calling and vision. We're going higher. Your life, this life, this L, it means lives. Everybody's life does not look the same. Everybody has a broken piece of them. And that's why the L is separated. That's why the L is broken, because there are each and every one of us are walking around and there's some parts of us that are broken. But this I, it's a boat. It's, 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 it's that thing that can supercharge a broken life to be ignited, to continue to walk in purpose in order to get to the V, vision. And the crazy thing about the V is it's not a fully drawn out V. Now, why? Because when God gives you vision, it's always not, it's not always going to be clear. It's not always going to make sense. It's not always going to be complete until you take the step. So when will you take the step for your vision to be completed? When will you take the step for your life to be awakened and you to start to be ignited? Now is the time to do just that. And listen, we just getting started. <laughs> we just getting started. A live tribe. We going up from here. It's, it's time for us to live a purpose driven life. How did we get here? I don't know. The story still being told.